Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 185th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is uh, Not Joe Flacco, the podcast. I'm live on IG for, I don't know, a couple minutes here as well. I got Doug with me. Trevor Ew. will probably be joining us later. Um, recapping the thrilling, exciting, stupendous NFL draft. Um, we'll go Isn't pick it? by pick. Isn't it fun? Um, it's fun, man. The draft is fun. I used to be so much more into it. Like, I, I've never watched college football, but I used to be so much more into all the mock drafts and stuff. And and I think maybe because I was like reading Sports Illustrated every week, and I just kind of had more time on my hands to just read anything sports related. That it was easier to keep up on some of the names. But um, I mean, that's what I got you for. Yeah, that's what I do. I uh, Niners just took uh, some uh, is it some guy named uh, Navarro Bowman. Uh, is he going to be good? And Doug says he's going to be good. So that's what happened. Um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, with with the first pick, um, uh, D- 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 Debo Samuel was not traded. With the second pick, Debo Samuel was not traded. With the third pick, Debo Samuel was not traded. And so on and so on. Until the 10th pick. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was nervous at the 10th pick. I know you were. You should. I I said you were fine. That was the pick that if they were going to do something, that was going to be the one. Like, and they got past that. I'm like, okay. But then the weirdest thing happened. I started to realize it's going to go badly either way. Like, just because it's me and just because. It's the 49ers. It's going to go badly either way. He's either going to re-sign with us and get hurt or get fat or both, or we'll trade him and he'll be a Hall of Famer somewhere else and we'll blow the draft picks. So either way, I think that's why I don't mind paying him because either way, it's just going to be bad. So it might as well be bad with Debo Samuel on your team. Yeah, I think I think it can be fixed with money. And uh, the, the AJ Brown trade, how about that? How about that? Um, yeah, I was uh, well, here's Trevor. Um, <clears throat> That's a I mean, the, the, the AJ Brown trade was is is kind of good. I mean, like, all the wide receivers being taken is really good for like nobody needs a wide receiver anymore. Like, can you think of a team with a glaring wide receiver need right now? Um. I'm sure I can find one. I guess my my concern would be those first eleven teams tomorrow that that they don't draft a wide receiver, so the Browns can. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it's like what the I mean the the Falcons got a receiver at eight, and then you see teams start trading, and you see all the receivers start going, and I'm like, okay, relax, let's spread this out a little bit. And then uh, once the commies got Jahan Dotson and Titans replaced A.J. Brown with Traylon Burks, my top receiver in this draft, I was like, oh, shit. But then that was it. So I think, what was that, six or seven? Was there seven? Six, six wide receivers, I think, in, in the in the first round. And yeah, in the so first 20 picks, too. Like, in the first 18, yeah. Yeah. It helps that, there, it helps that the, the, the quarterbacks were so bad that – Oh, we'll get to, we'll get to the pick by pick, but basically, two thirds of the league said these quarterbacks are fucking garbage. Yep. So, which um, is good for uh, the Niners and the Browns trying to unload their quarterbacks. So, yes. Well, I mean, I guess the Steelers won't be signing Baker Mayfield if they release him now, so that's good. Yeah. Like you won't have to you won't have to root against Baker Mayfield. Um. And uh, and yeah, the Panthers still. It's I mean, Panthers and Seahawks. They've got the two worst QB rooms in the league right now, right? You take I would say you, so. You, you send Baker to the Seahawks. I'll send Jimmy to the to the Panthers, and and we'll call it call it even. It'll be good. And we'll call it a day. Call it a day, Trevor. How you doing, buddy? Hey guys. 
Hey. Doing good. I'm doing well. Uh, Are you doing like secession well or just happy with the draft? Oh. I'm happy with the draft. Oh, okay. I thought you were partying tonight a little bit. No, it's working. Work party, whatever. <laughs> uh, I was working a party. See? Um, yeah, I think I think they did really well. You know, these are uh, Thibodeau and uh, Evan Neal. I mean, these are guys that were number one in a bunch of mocks a month ago. Um, big needs for the team. Uh, blue chip guys. Uh, I did hear some kind of uh, some the the interview with Thibodeau didn't go very well. Like the, um, the 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 interview with the teams or the interview on the interview with the Giants. Oh, gotcha. That there was a surprise that they went with him, but um, I don't know. I mean, he's he looks like a fucking monster, and uh, we need some we needed edge help for sure. Um, bummed to see some of the safeties that I was you know looking for the last the guy last guy picked and. Uh, that kid from Michigan um, were two very good safeties, and the Giants need some help there too. It's plenty of obviously, obviously, Kyle Hamilton went, uh, but you know we weren't going to get him too. So, uh, but I, we got we got two fucking great players, and uh, I'm stoked about it. Yeah, I mean, you got to it's 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 refreshing seeing this this front office and coach. Um, you know, do what uh, the fan base has been asking for for a long time. So, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're the only one of the three of us that actually had a pick. I, and and I was yeah, right. I was gonna be distraught if <laughs> if the Niners had a fucking draft pick today. Um, so, I mean, I just just starting from the top. Yeah, Jaguars take Trayvon Walker, which. So when the Niners had, and I covered like I probably talked said this a few times on this podcast when the when Trent Balky was with the Niners, there was two things that that you could guarantee. One, that every reporter in the country would know exactly what the 49ers front office was thinking. And two, you would end up drafting somebody with a torn ACL. Um, so I was surprised. So I, I was surprised that Trayvon Walker actually has a torn ACL. And uh, we just don't know it yet because that, that must be the only reason that Trent Bucky drafted him. Uh, but also not at all. I was comforted. It was like a warm blanket seeing Trayvon Walker uh, go first when everybody in the world knew that Trayvon Walker was going to go. And there was a lot of reasons for him not to go first. So it was like, it, it was like the trifecta of not a weird pick because not the consensus pick for sure. Uh, Balky was kind of doing his own thing and everybody knew Balky was going to do something fucking weird. 
And it just it was just made me happy. Like took me back to like 2015. It was just you know, again like a warm blanket. What a fucking asshole. Well, it looks like Valky won because uh, I was reading that he wanted Walker and the owner wanted Hutchinson. And uh, looks like your your boy won out and got his man. Anytime, and anytime you can fucking you you could lose a battle of wits to Trent Bulky. That's what. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, so you see this guy, you see his size and athleticism and combine numbers, and you understand why he's the number one pick. But then you also look at his production in college, and then you're kind of questioning, you know, why is that talent not meeting the numbers? And, of course, you could say George's defense is amazing. There are other guys making plays. They had five defenders drafted in the first round, which is insane. Yeah. So... I don't I read know about an, this pick. I don't know about read, this pick. I read an article this morning on the Ringer that was basically breaking down why, uh, basically breaking down the Georgia defense and all the guys that kind of could go in the first round. I think they picked out six guys, including Nicobe Dean, who didn't go in the first round. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and obviously Trayvon Walker was one of the guys they covered, and they 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 spoke to that in. Uh, I, I guess the way that they'd set up the defense was exclusively to stop the run. Like they'd looked at like the last X number of national champions and they'd all finished in the top 15 in run defense or whatever. And so they kind of built the team to set up the run and all of the the scheme was built there to stop the run or something. And so he wasn't really asked, I guess, to like pin his ears back and go get the quarterback, but nine and a half sacks in his college career is fucking weird. Yeah, so he this is a defensive player that was drafted number one that did not was not an all American, was not an all conference player selection. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's bulky right there, right? There you There's go. Bulky. Little bulky. There's bulky. So yeah. So we're we're okay with I mean the Jaguars doing, you know, no one's gonna be surprised if that pick doesn't hit. Like they want it to, right? Um. So the next pick was Aiden Hutchinson, and I was getting with as quickly as they made the pick. I was getting like, have you guys seen the video of of uh, the Vikings reacting to the Eagles taking Jalen Rager a few years ago? Yeah, like Mike Mike Zimmer and and the the GM are giggling at the at the Eagles taking Jalen Rager. And they hand in their card for Justin Jefferson. And, well, we know how that turned out. Nope. I, I, I'm getting those vibes from the Lions and Jaguars. Like, I'm getting that kind of like, oh, you let us, you're going to let us have Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson? Okay. All right. Here's our fucking pick. We'll, we'll run this one in there. Um, I'm getting that kind of vibe from, from the Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker 1-2 selection. Yeah, it became a very easy pick for the Lions to get the hometown kid. Um, went to Michigan from Michigan, drafted by the Lions. He's throwing out the pitch at Tigers games already, like even before he was drafted there. Um, so, so yeah, I, it's, that's I always like seeing the, the hometown yeah. heroes go home. There was, I think, there was four four situations where that happened, where guys got picked by their hometown teams in this first round, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's always cool. So this poor bastard <laughs> did everything right throughout his life to the point where he is uh, gets a full ride to, through college at, at, a, at a great university. Then yeah. um, uh, <laughs> gets taken second of all in the fucking draft and is instantly a millionaire. And this poor bastard never gets to leave Michigan. <laughs> That's the other side of that coin, isn't it? Right. Like, well, what was his other option? Jacksonville. I, I you know, I mean, Eminem got out. Like, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's nice, all there's sorts nice parts of, of Michigan. Are there? Yeah, Kalamazoo. Yeah, so there's nice lakes in Michigan, man. A few of them, probably. Yeah. yeah. But still. Like you, 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 you toil, you lift 
two-a-days and all this stuff just to spend your entire fucking waking career in fucking Michigan. Could be worse. Playing for the Lions. It's not like it's not like it's not like you, you grew up in Wisconsin, you get to play for the Packers. This is growing up in Michigan, and then on top of that, like probably a Lions fan growing up, and now yeah. actually has to do that. Actually, that's, dream, that's dreams come true stuff. I mean, that's good. But yes, yes, he is stuck in Michigan. On the bright side, he'll be a Hall of Famer and retire at twenty-eight. So. Yeah, he'll have his health. I wrote I wrote down that Aiden Hutchinson seems like he seems like one of the Bosa brothers, except he's the Bosa brother that got like twelve hundred on his SATs. <laughs> he's the smart one. He's yeah. the smart one. Like he's he's the one that they're just like, oh, oh, oh Aiden. Oh no, we we call him fucking nerd boy. Yeah. He looks like a Chucky doll banged one of those orc things from Lord of the Rings is what he looks like. <laughs> Especially when he puts the face paint on. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he's going to be good, though, right? I mean, like. I yeah, yeah, yeah. High motor. I mean, his his I think his big criticism was he's got short arms. So I've heard that. That's like the, the third or fourth player that's got fucking short arms and like. Yeah, people, people, that's they a like to talk. Thing too. He they loves like guys to... with long arms. Loves yep. it. It's a thing. Levers. Quarterba- quarterbacks and fingers and defense yeah. and offensive linemen with arm length. Um, but yeah, somebody was like, we'll see if those, we'll see if those pass rushing moves translate from the Big Ten to the NFL. And I'm like, two of the last three defensive rookies of the, three, all three of the last, the last three defensive rookies of the year were all from the Big Ten. I don't see what the fucking, I don't know why we're wondering if the pass rush moves are going to translate at this point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, Texans up. Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah. I mean, I- I thought it was a solid pick. I mean, two years ago, like I, I think we talked about this a little bit. Two years ago, we said this guy's kind of a no-brainer in a top three, and then he had two off years where he was injured and playing for a program that was kind of in a state of flux after Choper and all those other guys left, and their team just looked discombobulated. But I wasn't surprised by the pick, but I thought, you know, pass rusher is usually more valuable there. I mean, we can we can agree though that like having your top three pick in the entire NFL draft, and then the highlights that the highlights they have to bring up are all from 2019 is is kind of a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's they're like back in 2019, back in 2019, back in 2019. This is what he did in 2019. I mean, that's. If Bill if Bill Bryan if Bill O'Brien was still the, the head coach slash GM here, we'd be roasting him, but yeah. Mario kind of gets a bit of a pass, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and it's like if you're drafting cornerback, maybe get the guy that's never given up a touchdown ever, Sauce Gardner. Just a thought. I mean, guy, those he gave stats. up sixty fucking yards last year. Yeah, those <laughs> those stats are obscene. And his name is Sauce. Sauce. Never, never gave up more than 16 yards. You can tell a lot from a player by, like, most of the time, the nickname, like, if he goes by the nickname, like, he's not going to be that bad. <laughs> sauce and Sauce only. Like, Sauce, Debo. Um, I mean, even, even Hollywood Brown is a, you know, is a, you know, NFL player. player, you know. Ravens got a fucking first round pick for that little twerp. Right. Ridiculous. Um uh Bulky is gonna be really pissed when he finds out that Derek Stingley's been injured the last two years. He's gonna be so mad he didn't take him. <laughs> Missing out. That's what I was gonna say. Are you kidding? I, I, I could have had him. He's been hurt for two years. Um next pick, Sauce Gardner. My only note here is that this actually kind of makes sense. Um, surprise! It's the Jets. Six three one ninety, dude. This guy is exactly what you fucking want at cornerback. I, I mean, he's he's a bad man. Um, the Jets. I mean, New, like New York. I mean, they put up a bunch of graphics about the, <laughs> how bad these two teams have been the last five years. But I think they both had great drafts. 
I still I still cannot I'm not sick yet sick of the Jets and Giants being tied for the worst record in the NFL over the last five years. I can you can show me that stat every day and I'll be okay with it. Is that just because you know me? <laughs> I mean the Niners and Giants have a history, but like it's yeah. it's it's not that I'm it's it's not like with the Broncos, right? Where it's just like I'm actively hoping for their demise, but like, you know, it's like the Giants are supposed to be a proud franchise. And you and when you think of the Giants, you don't think of one of the worst two franchises in the entire league over no. the last five years. Like no. they've, they've got a good connotation to them. Like the fact that they're lower than the, the Jaguars and lower than the Texans and tied with the Jets and lower than the Bengals and lower than the Lions and lower yep. than the Bears. You gonna say them all? Lower than the the you are going to say football team and and the Eagles and am I missing anybody? (laughs) The Browns, (laughs) the Browns. Like the fact that they're lower than all those people is surprising to me, and that's why I like the stats so much because it's just it's not anything I would have put as much as I think about football and as much as I try and find ways to to rag on teams like it just never occurred to me that they were that bad for kind of this long. Yeah. I, I didn't care for the stat myself, but then when you see, when you see what's sitting in the bleachers in Yankee stadium, <laughs> oh, come you, on. you get it. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so um, the Giants. Okay. So we talked about the Giants. We talked about the Giants pick already. Okay. The, um, there's two things though with, with Kayvon Thibodeau. One, awesome name, amazing name, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fantastic name. Um, two, there were multiple people in the fucking at the draft, like wearing Daniel Jones jerseys in public. And like at this point, like the, the Giants just refused to pick up his fifth year extension. Um, uh, why are you still wearing that jersey? Is it ironic? At this point, it's no, there's, a, there's a lot of fan support for Daniel Jones, and the the Why? full and and that is that stems you know mostly with the lack of offensive linemen uh, that that need not being addressed properly in the last you know in his uh, you know because this this is a guy that if you want to talk about pictures of people at a draft and and video of when somebody gets drafted when the Giants picked Daniel Jones three or four what, three years ago. Um, we were like, "What the fuck? What is this shit?" Right? Who who the fuck is this guy? Duke, right? Yeah, yeah. and and like just outrage. And for a New York fan base to then adopt a player and to support him with all of the losing they've been doing is pretty spectacular. You've got, you, you've gone soft, Trevor. No, it's not. It's it's more of a testament that you know we think he's actually good. He just has that support for shit, right? I mean, and that that's really what it is. Uh, I think everybody likes him. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a Daniel Jones hater at all. Uh, I, I think you know I think I said this last year, but the proof is in the pudding this year. You know, they went out and got all those weapons last year, and which you know none of them really uh, panned out. Uh, Scored an offensive touchdown. That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be involved in what I said. Um, if, if we want to get into the details, Dick. Yeah. Tech, technicalities. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's there's a lot of support there for him, and I, I too think he's not half bad. I mean, he's he's, I think he's good. Um, you know, let's see what he does with a decent one. See if if we had a producer for this fucking podcast, um, right now is where we would insert a clip of like mid mid season Trevor, finally saying, "All right, that's it. I'm fucking out. This guy fucking sucks." Yeah, <laughs> because because you're saying the same shit you were saying last preseason, mm-hmm. and and within six weeks you would complain. And anyways, I just I, maybe maybe, maybe not. We'll see. I, I, um, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I won't. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying this guy's fucking great and he's all this and all that. I'm saying I don't think he's as bad as everybody else thinks he is. And I'm merely mentioning uh, almost as a spectator at this point of, you know, my team and, and the fan base because I'm detached from it. Um, but 
there's an overwhelming <laughs> amount of support for a guy who shouldn't have been picked where he's picked and who has lost for three years miserably. Yeah. Uh, and that there's something to say about that being in New York. If my voice has changed, it's because I brought the mic actually closer to my face. Thank, it was like, thank God, because I was I'm sitting here holding the phone to my head. Oh fuck! It's been a good <laughs> podcast too. It wasn't like quiet. Just you know, you sounded like you were in the other room, a little farther See, away. You, you say something. Yeah, you, come on. You know, we're all friends here. I usually um, do. <laughs> I thought it was my phone, honestly. Uh, okay, so I want to combine the Panthers and the Seahawks conversation. Okay. Because they both chose to take tackles instead of taking a quarterback. And and I've got there's there's two sides to this. One, why would you why would you feel the need that you have to protect Sam Darnold or Drew Locke? Like what what about them feels precious? Like what what are we actually trying to save ourselves from by protecting either of those two guys? Um so that's the first thing. And the second thing is, how bad are the fucking quarterbacks in this draft that both of these teams opted to go for Sam Darnold and Drew Locke when they had top 10 picks? And are probably, you know, getting a top 10 picks hard. I mean, maybe the Panthers will... I mean, shit, if, if those are your quarterbacks, you've got a good shot at ending up with another top 10 pick next year, I guess. So, um, I don't know. this that How bad are the quarterbacks? I mean, you just said it, they... You know, there was only one picked in the first round for the first time in what twenty years. Yeah, and he got picked at number twenty. So no quarterbacks in the top twenty picks. So that that speaks volumes, I would say. Um, but again, this goes back to it's good news for us, right? These are teams yes. that need quarterbacks, and we have quarterbacks. We need the Browns. Because I'm part of the Browns, you guys knew that. Right. And then you guys, <laughs> and then the Niners, of course, want to get rid of Jimmy G. So it's good that, uh, like, what? I mean, shit. Like, there was talks of Panthers, Seahawks, Saints, Lions, Texans, Washington. There was tons of teams that were like, hey, they might draft a quarterback, and only one got drafted. So. Uh, that's the proof is in the pudding, and there was yeah. no and there was no rush or urgency there by the Steelers, who are obviously in need, um, or any team for that matter, to get to trade up to get either Pickett or Willis. But I think it. I mean, I think you see Willis go to like when I was seeing the Vikings at the last pick. I'm like, that that makes sense to pick him there start because he's gonna he's gonna just be like trey lance i think he's gonna need some development yeah i mean that well they just right. they, they just they just extended what's his name cousins yeah they, they extended Kirky, but they extended him to that was a like cap reorganization as far as much as it was an extension right yeah and again the the quarterbacks in next year's draft are going to be much better right um which is, I mean, part of what we saw with the, you know, Eagles making sure they had two picks in next year's draft, um, and like stack, you know, stocking up on that stuff. Yeah. But, um, I mean, when the Saints would, you know, skipping ahead here for a second, when the Saints traded up, so okay, let's just race through this. One, uh, the Falcons, Drake London, first wide receiver off the board, and. I guess the question is, are you getting Mike Evans or are you getting USC's Mike Williams? Like which, which, yeah. which, which guy do you think we're getting here, Doug? Which, which, top? which tall USC receiver? Are you getting? Yeah. He's a basketball player. This guy's a basketball player that like, you can look him up. He throws down three sixty dunks. Like this dude's an athlete. And he had, his numbers were insane. You look at his numbers from his senior year. They were like some of the best numbers in the country. And then you look and see that he like got injured in game seven. So his his numbers are only two seven games. So this dude, I don't know. He makes a lot of contested catches. I don't. He looks like a basketball player playing football. So I don't know. All right. I think I think Garrett Wilson might have been a safer pick, but I like big receivers, so I kind of like this. Um, London and Pitts. It's kind of a good big big uh, receiver combo for Marcus Mariota. 
Um, <laughs> but the, Fal- great, yeah. the Falcons are, I mean, they're, they're playing to be bad this year and get a quarterback next year in my estimation, their cap situation and their team, they're, they're going to be the worst team in the league, right? I mean, between the cap situation and having Marcus Mariota as your quarterback, yeah, I'd say that's, you know. Yeah, so. This is a wash um, here. It's just sometimes, yeah, some, I don't know, man. Like these big 6'4", six, 6'5", six, receivers, I mean, yeah, there's Mike Evans, there's, you know, Vincent Jackson, Calvin Johnson, but if you look at all the other 6'4", six, 6'5", six, guys, they don't really make it. There's, I mean, well, that's. You haven't, I mean, you're seeing the trend go to these, the, you know, six one six two, you know, lightning fast guys. In right. In a couple of years, you're seeing, you know, the Waddles and the, uh, what's his face? The Devontae guy. Smith. Yeah. You're seeing these kind of smaller, really fast, jumpy guys going. Yeah. So if he can hold up and produce, you know, and make the contested catches he made in college, sure. Yeah. He's worthy of the pick. But there's AJ Brown in that same conversation. Yeah, but he's still only like six. Like he's 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 thick. He's just he's not incredibly tall. I don't think. And uh, DK. Yeah. No, I think he's like six four, six five, isn't he? AJ Brown. Yeah. Six two, he's, six three. He's no. six one, two twenty five. Oh really? No. Sounds right. Yeah. And DK is six four two twenty nine. I don't I don't I don't get the I don't get DK vibes from, and granted I don't watch college football, but just you know just him walking up there, like he's yeah he's he doesn't skinny. have that speed yeah, he's a hooper like, man yeah, so, um, <laughs> but I thought anyway. it was interesting they picked him over Garrett Wilson. Um. So we did. So we've done. We we talked about the Giants, some Falcons. Uh, oh, and and props to Drake, like uh, rapper Drake, who won like three hundred grand betting that Drake London would be the first wide receiver off the board. You know, I always like to see Drake. You know, get the bag, and uh, that guy just needs more money. So um, good for him. Uh, with the tenth pick, the Jets kept the pick. Uh, thank Jesus, I think. I think I don't know. It's it's like FOMO at this point of watching all these wide receivers go off the board and these teams trading up. Like the Lions moved up twenty picks to draft a guy with a torn ACL. Like, you know, they're only gonna have to pay him like fifteen million dollars over his entire contract. That's a team that's in death. That's in desperate need of receivers, though. Right, but trading up twenty picks is expensive. Yeah. And then on top of that, to do it for a guy that's, you know, I mean, the good news is Jared Goff has to like November to figure out how to throw the ball deep. So he's got that going for him. It's giving him some extra time to kind of fucking do some bicep curls or something. Um, and, uh, but then the, and the saints traded up for a wide receiver, the Lions traded up 20 picks, the Eagles. Well, they traded up, but they took fucking Jordan Davis. That monster. Yes. Um, but uh, also, and I've, I've had to talk about this with my wife. My kids love red. Like, the, just, which is fine. Like, the Niners were red. I'm theoretically a Cincinnati Reds fan. Um, it's fine. Like, my kids, my kids love red. But, like, my wife will let them go to school in all red. Like, red shirt and red shorts. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it, anybody that dresses in all red is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, gang it's, member or psychopath. Yes, right. You're right, and or and or and or psychopath. I mean, it's like the two things that come to mind are like either Santa Claus or Suge Knight, um, and <laughs> uh, and then my kids. Those <clears throat> are the four, and then and then we saw we saw a homeless guy walking down the street in all red, like talking to himself. And I just, I looked at my wife. I go, see, see all red. <laughs> Is that what you all want red. for our children? That's what you want. Um, <laughs> but that's, uh, uh, um, what was his name? Jameson Williams. Who's, yeah. Who's the guy the lines t- took? I think he was in all red. He had nice yeah. shoes. His shoes were cool. 
So all you, the uh, all the Alabama guys, I thought were all, were were in all red. They definitely had like red in there. Like Jordan Davis had like they had, there's some cool there's some cool suits this time. Like, sure. Different different suits. Sure. Um, Pearls. And the, the guy with the pearl necklace that was like come on. Man. I mean, you know, I know we're supposed to be, it's 2022 and we're supposed to be mature here, but you, you're wearing a pearl necklace on national television. Like, come on. Get it together. Um, Doug. Uh, so then Eagles take Jordan Davis. He's a monster. Um, he apparently used to hide out in the bathroom of his high school football practices because he didn't want to practice. Jordan Davis? Yeah. Just reminds me of those guys who like don't love football. I think Nacho, you say it a lot. To have that like, that like desire to play football, and he just kind of screams that he may not have that one. Well, I mean, he was playing this season at 370 pounds, and then he shows up to the combine at 340 pounds, looking, and he basically scored like a perfect score at the combine. You know, the numbers he put up for his size were godly. I'll say, right. <laughs> like it was ridiculous. Um, so, but at the same time, it's like you guys traded up to draft a two down player. Like, cause at first I was like, oh, they're trading up to get Jamison Williams. And then the Lions picked them. Like they traded up there before that pick was in. Well, it's and like when the, when the saints traded up, I texted you, I like go quarterback, right? That's what I thought, yeah. like, It makes sense. And then the lions trade up and you go quarterback, right? No. And then the Eagles trade up. And I, I didn't think the Eagles actually were going to take a quarterback because this wasn't the draft. Like they, they were stockpiling next year's picks for next year's quarterbacks. So I don't think, I, I, I never thought that they had their eyes on a quarterback. But yeah, for a guy that's only going to play 30 snaps a game, maybe. Um, weird pick. Yeah. And they traded up for him. Right. Yeah. All right. But, but hey, we, I mean, we, I'm just trying to be negative about the Eagles. So. No, yes. so that's what we're doing. We're we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, D- Doug, just kind of walk me through uh, pick fourteen here. Uh, um, yeah. How Keel, about Keel Hamilton? How about we don't? Can I pass? <laughs> I pass. All right. So this is how this played out. Um, the Eagles <laughs> trade up. Trevor texts us. Damn it! I hope they don't draft Kyle Hamilton. Um. And that, you know, that kind of made me laugh. It's like, yeah, that'd be fine if they drafted him. But then they didn't draft him. They drafted Jamison Williams. Or no, sorry. Yeah, Jamison Williams went the pick before him. But they, uh, the Eagles didn't draft Kyle Hamilton. And then the next pick is the Ravens. I don't like the Ravens. <laughs> I really like Kyle Hamilton. Like, Kyle Hamilton is like... I probably wouldn't, but there's a chance I could buy his jersey on another team. That's how much I like the guy. Um, except now. Except now. Right. What an awful, <laughs> awful fucking thing to happen. Dude, the Browns didn't have a pick. I was like, hey, this is cake. I, the Browns can, can't screw this up today, so I'm just going to enjoy this draft. And I couldn't even fucking do that because all probably the most talented player, the highest ceiling in the draft, falls to 14 to the fucking team that just cranks out great defensive players. So this guy's going to torture the Browns for the next 12 years. And uh, I'm just going to have to sit there and take it. So I was, I was upset. That was, that was a pick that got me pacing. I had to get up. They had a good draft. Yeah, they fucking, they always do. (laughs) (laughs) They always do. Every time, every fucking year, the position, the player that they fucking need falls to them. Right. It's it is it's uncanny in a way where it's like, oh, this guy's a perfect fit for this team. Oh, it's there he disgusting. is. Disgusting. Doug, would it surprise you that um, when you texted me, fuck, uh, there was twenty eight letters in in fuck. When I texted you, fuck, <laughs> there was five and a half minutes left on the clock. Uh, and, I, and I knew exactly what was going to happen oh, if, you, if you check the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, like, it literally, like, it just popped up. It's like Ravens are on the clock, and then I, it shows you know who, best available, Kyle Hamilton. It's like, fuck me, running, dude. I, I hate it. 
What are you going to do, though? Apparently play him twice a year for the next 12 years. Dude, the Ravens, Steelers, Bengals always draft another team, guys. I fucking can't stand it. <laughs> so that was going to be my next thing, because this is not the first time. No. But, like, one no. of your favorite Notre Dame guys has ended up on – I mean, you were you used to be a huge Claypool fan. Um, and, ah. we're all, and we're all over him going into, like, fantasy drafts and all this other shit going into, you know, his rookie season. Um, and – or and going into the draft and all this other stuff, and then he gets drafted by the Steelers. Kyle Hamilton gets drafted by the Ravens. Who else is has uh, to it? Stephon to it? Yeah, you. Uh, so we're doing the Steelers. Okay, so yeah, Stephon to it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing defensive lineman. I mean Claypool, obviously, who's turned into a giant douchebag. Um, Ravens have Ronnie Stanley at left tackle. Now they got Kyle Hamilton. They have Dalen Hayes, who's a defensive end pass rusher. They just cut one of uh, Boykins, who was a Notre Dame wide receiver. The fucking Bungles have Khalid Kareem, a defensive lineman from Notre Dame. They drafted Tyler Eifert a few years ago. He was a player I really liked at Notre Dame at tight end. So, so yeah, man, I fucking hate these these teams drafting Notre Dame <laughs> players. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, the Texans took Kenyon Green next. I have no idea who that yeah, is. Yeah, that was uh, the probably the first big reach of the draft there. That guy, I mean, I don't know. Like, that guy is probably a late first-round pick. They get him at 15. I don't know if that's a reach or not. But um, if they want an interior guy, like the Boston College guy, the Chargers got two picks later over Kenyon Green. But here we are. And then – Jahan Dotson was like a guy that even I knew of. Like I've that like for whatever reason his name is has is familiar to me. Like he's he's come up. Um so the commies getting him is you know, we'll see. Yeah, he is uh Tyler Lockett, I guess, is a guy I could compare him to undersized, but like, if this guy gets his hands on the ball, he's catching it. Best hands in the draft, this guy. Um, so, I think he probably went a little bit higher than I thought he was going to go. But, again, he's a, he was he's definitely a first-round pick. So, Well, I'm sure he's going to draw a lot of pass interference penalties on uh, on deep underthrown balls from Carson Wentz. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the Chargers. So, last year they got Rashawn Slater. This year, Zion Johnson. Yeah, they can put him right next to him. This guy is uh he's a mauler interior offensive lineman, good pick. Again, he thought he was someone, you know, he thought a guard would go a little bit later, but Chargers are a pretty good team, so protect that quarterback. And then we already did the uh we already did the AJ Brown stuff, but that that was I mean, this is what God, the the amount of capital that the Eagles have spent on fucking wide receivers the last like three or four years is mind boggling. <laughs> Sorry, mind bottling. There you go. Um, uh, I almost corrected you. Yeah, mind bottling. I mean, I mean, the one receiver they drafted, they're trying to turn him into a tight end. Who's that? JJ Arcega White. Oh, and, Jesus. Really? White, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then obviously we saw Jalen Rager be not Justin Jefferson. All right. But Devontae Smith was pretty good. I mean, yeah. Devontae Smith, team him up with AJ Brown. That's that's a good combo. But yeah. this is this is basically four first round picks that they've used or no, our Sega Whiteside was the second rounder, I think. Was he okay, yeah. Um, but like a second rounder, a first, a first, and then they trade a first and are gonna shell out twenty a hundred million dollars to AJ Brown. It's so much. Yeah. But it's like the the Eagles just have a blind spot. Like they can't draft wide receivers to save their save their fucking life. Um Trevor Penning. Is he the D is he the like the D two guy that the the F F C S F B S guy that came out? Uh no, he, he's from Northern Iowa. The, I think the Patriots are the guys uh that got that smaller school guy, but gotcha. Trevor Penning is just a giant mean son of a bitch. <laughs> That's how you um, like him though. Yeah, yeah. So I mean if he uh if he improves his technique, he you know, could be a great, great, great pick in this draft. But he is uh 
He is mean. He watches highlights. He's echo of the whistle kind of guy. Um, Steelers take Kenny Pickett. Blah blah blah. I'm I'm happy with this pick. By the way, I did not want them to get the dynamic quarterback Malik Willis. Um, I'm happy to see them draft the 24 year old quarterback that's maybe already maxed out. So good job, Pittsburgh. I like it. And then uh, somebody just commented in the in the chat here, the fact that Chiefs got Trent McDuffie at 21 is crazy. Dude was ranked as the ninth best player in the draft. Um, I yeah, I've never heard of Trent McDuffie before because obviously I don't watch college football. But um, replacing Traverius Ward with uh, and, you know instead of paying Traverius Ward, use the 21st pick in the draft on Trent McDuffie. That's like seems. Smart, I guess. Yes. Any, any Trent McDuffie feedback? So, no, this is a solid pick, and he's a guy that can kind of play outside in the slot, like nickel dime, that kind of stuff. So I thought that was a pretty good pick. There's, I don't know, there's two cornerbacks from Washington, another guy named Kyler Gordon, and I don't know, there's people that think that Kyler Gordon was the better cornerback. So I don't know. I thought it was a decent enough pick. That's That's definitely a need. And, I then, think, uh, and I think I, if I'm not mistaken, I we, even though we didn't get to it, I, I mocked Trent McDuffie to the Chiefs. No, oh, look at you. So there you go, one of thirty-two. <laughs> you hadn't. Do you, you, you hit on any other ones besides McDuffie? I didn't look. I can't remember. I know I didn't hit on the first three. <laughs> um. At, well, and this is then my favorite. My favorite part of the draft and my favorite tradition. A tradition is, like no other. Uh, is the. Well, I, I mean, listen. Jordan loves Jordan Love needs somebody to throw to. And so I think it makes sense to get him uh, a linebacker and, def- and a defensive tackle. I think it's going to be a little awkward for him to throw to the defensive tackle, but I could see him doing it for sure. I um, love the uh the the memes that the was Aaron Rodgers walking up to the GM. It was, it was the Will Smith meme. Oh yeah. There's um I mean it's it's, it's pretty ridiculous though, right? Am, am I off like it's it's shockingly ridiculous that they're not drafting any wide receivers it's not just wide receivers they haven't drafted like a skill position guy except for jordan love in the first round since like 2012 it's not just receivers it's really anything and it's like fine you don't want to draft a running back but like but they, they... did draft, they're drafting running back what last year well in the, but second round like not in the first round okay um but yeah it's and then on the Mac on the Pat McAfee show, Rogers said today, he goes, "Yeah, when I when I signed my deal, I thought that Devontae was coming back." Um, and then on top of that, who's he? I mean, he's got Sammy Watkins, and basically they they swapped out Sammy Watkins for Devontae Adams, right? That was the yeah. And then no first round picks. It's um. They lost Vantes, whatever Scantling, whatever that dude. Named. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's listen. It's for listen. You've got Aaron Rodgers. Um, I doubt that they'll ever be held to just one offensive touchdown in a playoff game. So there's no. I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Like nobody's going to hold them to one offensive touchdown in a playoff game. Um, and so, you know, they're always going to have like multiple touchdowns in a playoff game. They're never going to get eliminated from the playoffs because you know they can't score more than once in and just in the first quarter um so you know i don't see any reason why they need to (laughs) why they need to go get you know skill position players for aaron Rodgers because obviously he's he's always gonna you know put up multiple touchdowns in playoff games um so yeah i mean i you know listen just keep doing what you're doing green bay love you just just you just just keep right on going now that I think that the thing that in all the, the 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 fun of they don't draft quarterback they don't draft wide receivers in the first round is they've drafted a lot of wide receivers in the second round. Like Jordy Nelson was second round, Devontae Adams was second round, um, and Randall Cobb was second round. Like that's been a, a gold mine for them. And they're pretty good at drafting wide receivers. So um maybe it's just you know, maybe it's just that kind of draft and, and they're going to go get their receiver in the second round. Who fucking knows? But um, obviously, 
Jordan Love is the one that gets the targets this time. <laughs> um, Quayla. Quayla. Bills, Bills took Kair Elam. Ravens, Ravens, took the, Ravens took Linderbaum, the center. You were you were happy about that, Doug? No? Yes? No? Good. no? I mean, that's yeah. a good pick for them. I would say Ravens are right up there with the Giants and Jets as the best draft. First round, at least. Yeah, yeah I mean, Linderbaum was – they're saying he's the best center that's been around in a decade. Yeah, and again, it's like, oh, your arms are 32 inches and not 33, so you're going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> It's game of inches, Doug. And you know why? You know why this is bad because you skipped a team. Had the I, worst I, wanted, in- I, I wanted to come back to them. They should have yeah. drafted Linderbaum. They uh, so the Cowboys. There's there's a couple things. I, I For, think I, I think in 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 senility they picked the wrong Tyler. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Or, or you know, maybe Jerry was stroking out, and he was like, "Tyler, Tyler," and they're like, "Oh, just, just fucking, just, just pick Tyler Smith, dude." Um, this guy had a third round grade on a lot of places. He had. I sent you that 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 article. Like, they were trashing him. Yeah, he was like, "This guy's just a penalty waiting to happen," but but then the Cowboys need more penalties. Which which is weird because the Cowboys certainly don't have uh, get plagued by penalties in uh, playoff games at home in twenty twenty in January twenty twenty two that just that just doesn't happen. So good job, Cowboys. Um, the the better part for me was everybody's got the the videos of the war room, right? There's like the look inside the Cowboys yeah. war room, look inside too. the Ravens war. And they've got Jerry Jones sitting there with his fucking dipshit son on his left, Stephen Jones. And on his right is Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy's in a fucking suit. Yeah, that sounds weird. Which, to me, is like maybe the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. He looks very uncomfortable. Um, And what I want is a 24-hour news channel where the news is just Mike McCarthy walking around in a suit, just doing regular stuff. All the time. Um, he looks so fucking out of place. He looks so fucking uncomfortable. It, I, I rewound it and watched it like multiple times. It was amazing just how uncomfortable he looked in his suit. He just, he, the man just wanted a fucking hoodie. Like, but it, because it's the Cowboys and they've got some kind of bullshit. Like, I don't, there's not another fucking coach in the league that is forced to wear a suit on draft day. Not another <laughs> single fucking coach. And you put Mike McCarthy's fat ass into a fucking suit and make him sit at a table and his just fucking chins are just sitting there and his fucking guts hang. Uh, it's just, it was amazing. Everything. Like, the tie was kind of like all fucking askew. It was just perfect. It's fucking it was, Tommy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tommy boy got old. Ex- except without the endearing, you know, yeah. lovability. Of course. But yeah, no, Tyler Smith, I... I mean, I'm looking at best available right now. There's at least four to six tackles I would have took instead of him. They're still out there. Cowboys um, going cowboy. And then the uh, – I liked it. What did you think of the Patriots pick? Because that one's getting dragged. <laughs> they even said um, like – yeah, they even said like that's Bill saying, oh, I like this guy. Like doesn't wear tape on his hands. Like has the old school uh, – middle bar on his fucking face mask he could have played for my dad at army yeah <laughs> yeah like, like he looks like he's a bill belichick guy like it fits um yeah he he could have played there and he also could have been drafted in the third round um <laughs> yes <laughs> so again this is a this was a bad pick they but it's up, bill belichick stat, right they, so he gets a pass right they put up a stat on the television that says a 96 percent chance he would be available with their next pick at 56 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was a strange one. But again, that's just a, I think this is just Belichick flexing. I'm going to make this guy the next Logan Makins. I mean, there's, there, there is something to be, you know, we've talked about this when um, we've talked about all sorts of shit, like culture and hiring, whether it's in our personal lives or whatever. But like, yeah. you know, it's like there's a, um, 
there's a skill in drafting guys and Trevor, you brought it up earlier in drafting guys that want to play football. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you've got a team full of guys that want to play football, like that whole, like, Hey, he'll run through a brick wall for bill Belichick. It's like, no, that guy was going to run through a brick wall for just about fucking anybody. Yeah. But Belichick was usually the guy that goes like, Hey, that guy will run through a brick wall. Right. He's the one that can find him. Right. <laughs> right. And that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's just, yeah, it's out there and he could have been there, but that's his Belichick. A guy like that says, that's my guy. That's his fucking guy. And they can go yeah. do that. I think yeah. it's more of a, I think that's the flex that, eh, I'll, yeah, I want him. So I'm taking him. And, and it's, <laughs> you know, it's almost like in fantasy football, right? It's like, if, if you really want the guy and you think there's any chance that he's not going to be there when your next pick comes around, yeah. just fucking take him. Just take him. Yeah. Right. Did did you see that Rams press conference thing? Yeah, McVeigh looked drunk. But did you hear them talking about that guy? Yeah, like they're we like, wanted it. We wanted him at one hundred and four. <laughs> like we wasted all that fucking time looking at him. We thought he was going to be available at one hundred and four. Yeah. Again, there's uh, obviously Bill Belichick knows this stuff, but there's four, or five other interior linemen I would have took over that guy in the first round. There is going to be nothing more annoying. Than fucking the Rams with their chest puffed out this year. Yeah, it's that sucks. gonna be fucking awful. The Rams are like, or their fans? Which one? Which one's worse? Oh, just no. The Rams, like, you know, they're they're they're. I mean, they're, they're, did you see the the draft trailer video, the draft movie video they put out? I refuse no. to watch it. No, why? It, what's that it, about? It was funny and what well, and very well done. But it's like it's that type of stuff. That it's like, oh my god, you guys are gonna be, you guys on top of everything, you're gonna try and be cute about everything too. Like, fuck you, just go away. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's kind of the draft. That's basically oh, it. Did we say uh, Jermaine Johnson at twenty six? Oh yeah, kind of the the guy that tumbled the farthest. I thought, dude, I thought that guy was top ten. Um, so again, the Jets did really well, man. They did. They got three. Potent, I mean, they got potentially three of the top ten players in this draft. That's in, that's you know, they'll. We're really we're we're really testing with you know, the Browns having the Browns are doing things right, the the fucking Jets are doing things right. We're really testing this. Like some organizations are just destined to fail. Thing. A lot of averages. Um, a lot of averages. It's our time. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be bad forever. Can't be bad forever. Yeah, but I thought that was a good pick. I thought the Jaguars traded in and got that Devin Lloyd linebacker who probably should have been drafted by the Packers since they needed a linebacker, I guess. Um, but that was a pretty good pick at the end there. I actually do like the defensive tackle from Georgia that Green Bay got right after that at 28. That was a good pick. Um. But yeah, after George Karloftis was a guy that kind of slid a little bit. You know, last year he was considered a top ten pick. He Chiefs got him at thirty, so that's a good pick. And and the two safeties to finish it out: Daxton Hill, Louis Sign. That guy's a beast. That guy's a missile. Louis Sign and Harrison Smith starting safeties for the Vikings. That's a nice tandem. All right, so we got some questions here. Um... We got a phenomenal review, by the way, that I want to save for Monday. Okay. Um, I like that. A, a phenomenal review. Um, but uh, Atheist for the Cause uh, looks like a Packers fan. So um, thanks for thanks thanks for sticking through all this. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Where will the quarterbacks finally go? Um, I, yeah. So, who, so who's who's left from the quarterbacks? I guess is the. So there's probably two quarterbacks that I thought had potential to go in the first round that did not. Uh, Malik Willis, Liberty quarterback, and Desmond Ritter, Cincinnati quarterback. And then what about uh, like Matt Corral or Sam Howell or those guys? Yeah. So Matt Corral, Sam Howell, those guys also. There was some talk about them being late first early second quarterback or second round picks um and then there's a guy from nevada carson strong who has the biggest arm in the draft but his knees are mush his knee is like mush 
So we don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, but yeah, where are, that's a great question. Where are they going to go? There's, uh, I got to think the teams, I mean, there's teams that didn't get a quarterback that we thought were going to potentially draft a quarterback in the first round. So they're still, what, the Panthers, um, the Seahawks, Commanders. I mean, uh, the, Gi- the Giants have the fourth pick in the second round. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like, at this safety. point, I, dude, he might be looking at Malik Willis. They might not have thought he'd be there Be there at this point. I mean, that's not a crazy pick, just in case. The Seahawks have the eighth and ninth pick of the second round. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, but, but, but the Lions have the 14th pick in the second round. I'd say if there's a... It, it's going to be crazy if there's not a run on quarterbacks. Like, if there's only, like, two taken this round. There's yeah, I mean... Once, once Willis goes, you'll see the rest go. That's kind of how it works, right? Uh, I, uh, that's the thing. It's like, maybe? Like, maybe they're just all... Maybe, maybe everybody's just really low on them. But it's like, okay. So the so I, here we go. I got it here. So the Bucks have the first pick in the second round. Right. I mean, this is probably Tom Brady's last year, right? Maybe he plays another year. They've, yeah, I, mean, I was but, I was looking at that on the screen. Like that could be Malik Willis. Baker Baker's been connected to the Bucks. Um. Yeah, you said the Giants at four, the Texans at five, the Titans maybe. The Seahawks have the eight and the nine. Falcons at eleven. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I don't know. I guess I mean if you're if you're tanking for the quarterbacks next year, then you don't. Right. Um. The Lions at 14. They didn't draft, you know, someone for golf. Commanders at 15. Saints at 17. God, imagine giving up a third round pick for Carson Wentz and then on top of that, turning around and drafting a quarterback in the second round. <laughs> they can't, right? Just out of. You uh, would fucking hope not. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> The 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 Bucks would be the Bucks would be crazy. Um, I really wanted Malik Willis to go to the Packers. That just didn't happen. <laughs> I like if they would have spent the first round pick on Malik Willis, I I I don't know what I would have done. Shut it the fuck down if they draft right. a quarterback. <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's a good question, but I think I think the Seahawks have to use one of. Those two. They're going to use either the eighth or ninth pick on a quarterback. I'm almost positive. I'm fairly certain. I've seen dumber things if they. I've I've seen dumber things if they don't do it. But I'm expecting them to. So are they all paid up on the Jamal Adams trade? This was the final year of the Jamal Adams trade. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, so yeah. It's it's a tough situation if you're. Uh, you're in need of a quarterback because, again, next year's class is much better. The Ohio State quarterback, the Alabama quarterback, Florida has a good quarterback. Um, people are excited about. So, um, I mean, worst the worst thing that would happen is you're bad again, like, and you end up you're you're bad again, and you end up with another top ten pick. Like, if you if you're the Seahawks and you've got two. You get the eighth and ninth pick in the second round. The worst that can happen is this guy doesn't beat out Drew Locke, you're, which means you're going into the season with Drew Locke, which means you're going to be fucking terrible, which means you're going to have a top seven pick anyways. Like, you might as well find out now. Maybe you fucking, you know, run into, you know, find the, you get, you strike gold again like you do with Russell Wilson. And, um, you know, you, you don't need to, be bad this year but god i just i pete carroll's 70 years old why is he going into the season with fucking drew lock and who's the other guy gino gino smith jesus gino's so bad so um so i'm at i think i think i think that's our pod okay so, all right thanks for uh Thanks for listening, everybody. 
go go get we're gonna read those reviews on on monday so yeah go review go review get it up it's a, re- it's a really good one i don't even want to share it with you guys just because i want you guys to hear it fresh for the first time on monday so well we got one <laughs> we got one no. it's 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 the perfect review for us okay so anyways on that note we're out of here day two see you tomorrow peace this is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer he hears things differently to the untrained ear everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping so he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.